Hello and welcome back to my podcast, Rare Eddie One. I'm your host of the very same name, Rare Eddie One. And welcome. I hope you're having a fantastic time. Whatever time of day you're listening to, it could be morning, it could be evening, it could be middle of the night. It could you could be listening to this while having breakfast for tea. What an awesome tea you're having. I am having an awesome time. I'm here with you guys. I have a fun-filled episode for us for tonight. Let's get into it. Let's have a look. So some of the topics I'm going to go into. First off, we're going to talk about Project Serpo. We're talking about some fucked up aliens. Then we're going to go over to Blue Beetle. I predicted last week in last week's episode that this was going to flop and it's going to flop hard. I'm pretty sure that Beetle has a red stomach because it's flopped hard into the ocean. Then we're going to go over to the uh, the Philadelphia experiment. We're going to go to the beautiful city of Philadelphia and let's investigate the the Philadelphia exper uh, exper experiment experience experiment. And then we're going to go and talk about the controversial figure that is Rachel Zegler. She's like bullying campaigns. She is a publicity nightmare for the studios why on earth disney hired her for a new snow white film i have no idea then we're gonna go talk a little bit about ripperverse the fantastic ripperverse and then we're gonna have a little look at mel's hole what kind of hole is mel's hole is it a big hole is it a pretty hole is it a really pretty hole Let's have a look. Let's go. I will see you in a second. I'll put me in a corner somewhere. Which corner are you going to find me in? Let's have a look. I'll see you in a second. Before before I put myself in a little corner, I'm drinking this really fantastic. I hope if you're if you're able to have a drink with me, cheers. I'm drinking. Um, can I get in the camera for all you guys listening? I'm drinking blood or blood orange cider from Taurus. It's Aldi's um, take on Thatcher's gold, uh, Thatcher's cider of blood orange, and it is absolutely delicious. So if you can and enjoy enjoy a drink with me, you know, it could be coffee, it could be tea, it could be a pop. I do like a good old soda pop. Um, cheers, anyway. It really is delicious. If you're in the UK, get to Aldi. Get yourself some uh, blood orange. It is fantastic. Absolute delicious. It is absolutely delicious. Get yourself to Aldi and buy some. It is fantastic. So here we are. So, Secret Journey to the Planet Serpo. A true story of the interplanetary travel paperback. So... I'm not going to... I know the story very, very well. I have done a video on this on my YouTube channel of the very same name, Rarity One. Before I get into it, if you want to get in contact with me, I will try and leave all my contact details on the description of the pod... in in, in your podcast... the description, I guess, podcast notes. I think that's what it is. Um... You can find my YouTube YouTube channel. It is of the same name, Rare Eddie One. Um, please go check me out. That's that. That'd be awesome. Um, you're already a legend to me for listening to this. Thank you. Um, so, Project Serpo. 
is. So in 19, on July 16, 1965, a massive alien space spacecraft from the Zeta Reticuli star system landed in the Nevada test site of Las Vegas, of North Las Vegas, following a plan to set in motion by President Kennedy in 1962. I, that's the first time I've heard of President Kennedy actually being involved in this conspiracy. So the aliens, I, I know they're, they're Ebens. Um, so why why are we travelling? So the Ebens were said to have crashed landed on Earth. Um, could they could they be from Roswell, I don't think so. Um, but apparently the Ebens crash landed, and and out of I think it was five of the alien crew, only one sort of survived, and they called him E. I can't. Can I see it here? I think they called him E B one. I think they called him E B one. E B E B for short. Why E B? Extraterrestrial beings. Um, so they they managed to keep him alive. He, he, he was small. He was little. He he was he wasn't hurt too bad. Um, and he managed to communicate with 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 some of the staff because um, they had they had um, mind readers. The you if you know conspiracies if you know theories, if you know the alien story, um, me saying mind readers shouldn't be a shock. Um, that they have mind readers on on the base, and they uh, sorry, I didn't itchy nose, <laughs> I had an itchy big nose, and they uh, they were managed to communicate with with the Eben. And he managed to um, retrieve a communication device out of his ship and he managed to send a message back to his home world in Zeta Reticuli. And they managed to actually have um, communications with the, the Ebens as they are known today. And they set up a plan to come back and and rescue, not rescue, but um, retrieve their EB one. And they they sort of had a plan of you know have a uh, uh, what do you call it exchange program. So we would send twelve of our people to say reticuli, and they would send a couple of theirs or I think it was they they would accept 12 um, because obviously we've, we've had EB and he's been helping us since we he crash landed on, on the planet um, but when when the the Ebens actually came to Earth I'll, 
I'll scroll it down if you if you want to read it. If you're watching this and you want to read it, you can scroll down. And as they got to Earth, EB had, had passed away. He'd, he'd been passed away for for some time, and we didn't tell the Ebens um, because I guess we were fearful that they wouldn't want to come and show up. And but they they came and and uh, we we got the our 12 guys out there and on on the ship <laughs> i've i've read it in quite a few areas that we took guns gasoline jeeps to the zeta reticuli um system and on on the journey to zeta reticuli because it it would take some time to get there i think it was a 10 month plan of getting there so we took gas guns and jeeps to to the ebens homeworld the alien visitors known as ebens welcomed 12 astronaut 12 astronaut trained military personnel on board their craft for a 10 month journey to their home planet Serpo, 39 light years away. The 12 members that that got there, I f I'm pretty sure it was three females and nine males, all military trained, all astronauts in this. Travelled to planet Serpo, 39 light years away. And on this 10-month journey, a few of them died. And and the leader of the 12, I think the first guy that died, I think he wanted to give him a send-off. And as he, he went to go retrieve the body or look at the body, he realised the Ebens were... Uh, doing an autopsy and you know doing doing what we have done to the aliens and he got he got pissed off and not a row but he, he got annoyed um with the ebens and it sort of didn't put back um the the uh the events what were, were about to happen but i don't think it helped so like i say seven seven of them that that survived and got to i say seven seven that returned home so i think a couple of them stayed on on projects on on serpo apparently this this serpo it was when they they landed it was a dullish planet it was a planet that looked sort of like the desert not not a lot of fauna about not a lot of animals about they did say there was a snake like animal and what's the first thing we do we try and we hunt it we kill it <laughs> and try and eat it and that really upset the the ebens uh, it wasn't a full planet it i say full planet it wasn't planet covered in you know like our planet you, you it's We've got 8 billion people on our planet. Their planet didn't seem to be 
overpopulated. It, it seemed to be sparse, desert-like, apparently not a great place to actually visit and live. Why two of them wanted to stay, I have no idea. As we do this, we 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 want to advance our technologies. Uh, that's that's the main reason why we did this. It, that, that's bad, that. We got there and we started hunting the... Uh, the not that many animals the snake like animal we started hunting them uh, that didn't please the Ebens at all um, but that's something we do as a human that's what we do um, so that's, that's quite funny yeah and when when the seven that returned from this 13 year um, it lasted 13 years when they returned they yeah there wasn't much known about it that like i say the planet was desert like it didn't have a lot of fauna um it didn't seem to have a lot of um buildings or you know it didn't seem to have much it didn't seem to have a great um biosphere i don't think i've used that word right um but like a a planet it seemed to be sparse desert like uh, the the atmosphere wasn't wasn't great was the storms i don't i don't think there was much of much of anything and again the planet was was sparse compared to our planet of eight billion people not including you know all the animals out there um it is said that the uh, the Ebens had a war with the with the uh, tall greys or the the other greys in the uh, zeta reticuli system and that's why they they were so sparse and that's maybe why that I think that's why they were living on Serpo in the first place because their homeworld got destroyed by by the war, the war with the grey aliens was another um, aspect of this story it's, it's just a mad old story it's a fun story I I believe we went there um, what are your thoughts on it do you think we went to Serpo um, I can't believe the first thing we did was hunt <laughs> well it wasn't the first thing we did but as we went to explore the planet the one of the uh, the astronauts came across like this the snake like creature and his his instinct was to hunt it kill it eat it because another another aspect of the uh ebens that they they didn't have they seemed to eat like this paste and that was it i don't even think they had I think that nourished them, you know, it nourished their whole body, so I don't even think they drank drank a lot. Not like us, we, we like a good old drink. Um, so, yeah, it's a mad old story, Project Serpo. I love this story. I have done a video of this on my YouTube channel, Rare Eddie One. Uh, go check it out. If I can, I will probably link it into the description of the show notes. 
it's apparently a three thousand page debrief of the uh, of the uh, thirteen year um, project um, project Serpo. Fantastic, absolute awesome story. Zeta Reticuli. Now, if you know the the Betty and Barney Hill incident, they Zeta Reticuli actually comes up in that that abduction, and at the time that wasn't because Zeta Reticuli is a, a binary. Um, system so it has two stars so i guess you'd have two sunrises so that that was something maybe why the the, the serpo was so sparse and horrible i guess well i quite like the desert i love nevada i, I think that de- that desert is fun absolutely gorgeous but we live in a world where we've got deserts we've got snow we we got mountain ranges we've got jungles we've got forests we've got wooded we've got woods we've got grass we've got beaches we've got oceans we our world is such a beautiful place and then they the 12 well nine of the members that got there own only uh, a desert-like planet and it's not the i imagine they get homesick pretty quickly and the amount of stuff that they, the the stuff they got to eat wasn't, wasn't the greatest. I I do believe in this story. I do believe it's real. What are your thoughts? Let me know your thoughts. Do you is it? Do you think this is a a real story? Do you think it's a hoax? Do you think it's just a a made up story to sell books because they? researching this on here oh i see a lot of books uh, a lot of books of project serpo not you know a true story that's the first time i've heard of president kennedy in this story as well i should maybe have gone back to my uh, youtube video because i did pull up a few a a few things for that on on that episode um but I'm thinking about this now. Sorry, I do apologise. Anyway, that's Project Serpo. Um, again, I will, I will do, I will revisit this topic because I love this topic and I can do it better. I can do this topic better. I can do a better show on it, and I will. Um, like I say, this my aim for this this podcast is to make it like a conversation between friends um because that's how i how i love podcasts it feels like i'm in having a conversation with friends and that's what i want and that's why i get a bit of conspiracy and pop culture in 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 the show because you know me i like talking about all things and that's why I, i want to get into um so i do apologize if you want me to go on more of project serpo let me know don't be shy let me know and i will i will get into it into it a lot more because like i said it's a fantastic story it is a 
it is a fantastic story. And and if it is just a story, it is a fucking well done story. Um, but I do believe that we have sent 12 of our bravest, quite possibly two are still up there. What? Who knows what they're... Maybe when they left, uh, maybe when the rest of them left, that was it. They became buffet, uh, buffet platter. <laughs> who knows? Maybe they uh, got their holes um, searched. Uh, but anyway, let's get to our next topic. I can close. I will close that off, but I will get into it into another episode um, down the line. I will talk about Project Serpo on more serious. Um, on a more serious note so we are at the numbers so like i said i wanted to do blue beetle because i last week's episode i project pro projected i predicted this film was gonna flop although it wasn't a major prediction for myself i did say a couple week a, a couple months before this film had come out it was gonna flop but that's not down anywhere. I can't back that up. That's me just saying that. Um, but last week's episode, I did say this film was going to flop, and it, it's definitely flopping. That poor beetle's got a red stomach because it's just flopped, flopped hard on on the uh, ocean. Um, summary. So worldwide box office, this has made just under fifty-five million. Domestically, 36 million. Internationally, 18 million. And at a production budget, 120 million. So let's add on marketing costs, because that is a thing. Marketing cost is a thing. I have heard a few things on the marketing costs. So I have heard it's half a production budget. I have heard it's double the production budget. I have heard other stuff as well. But let's be generous. Let's say half the production budget. So let's add another 60 million, 60 million on top. So 180 million. Now, this total here, 55, uh, just under 55 million. Cinemas, theaters take 45 percent of that. Um, that that's their cut. Um, so this film really needs to make a shitload of money. I don't think it will. I think it's going to fucking flop. Warner Brothers are... That's what happens when you let... Political... Um, activists into your company. Directors, actors and all that. That that, that line in the uh, trailer... That Batman's a fascist really didn't help. And then the director attacking fans really didn't help. Warner Brothers, you should have maybe come down hard on your director on for that. He was happy he was pissing off fans. Very happy he was pissing off fans. Um saying he was his job was done. Really? Your job looks like you fucking lost a shit ton of money, pal. And again, this film is it's got a 6.7 on IMDb. Now, Rotten Tomatoes, this is where I have a bit of a problem. It's got a 91% audience score. It's got a 78% critic score. We go into this. 
um, our audience 87. So that's not that's close. Top critics 71. That's close again. Now, could you say now studios and the mainstream media always question whether a film has been um, review bombed? Now, could we ask the question, is this film been positively review bombed? It's a genuine question. I also news that the the um, Warner Brothers were blaming uh, Hillary, uh, Hurricane Hillary, on why the audience wasn't, you know, why it's doing so poorly. Well, what? How about internationally? I wonder what it's doing here in the UK. Mexico is doing well in, obviously. United Kingdom is not doing that great in the United Kingdom. Again, I, I think this film is going to do terribly, really badly, this film. I don't, it's it's not, it's really not going to hit its uh, production budget. But will the studios come out and lie and say, yeah, it did? Because if it, it just say this film is 120 million, which I doubt it will, but just just say it does. They'll say oh, 130 million, which I doubt it. The studio come, oh, it made 10 million, it made money. No, it didn't because the theaters take 45% of that. Whatever this mate, this is, so 55 million, the theaters will take 45% of that, and. They never can't. They never put that in. This film is filled of forced racism. Again, um, but it yes, it's filled filled of forced racism. But it's so stereotypical. You know, it's so it's putting the Hispanic community that. All they like to do is eat tacos and salsa and, and stuff. That's from this film. I've not seen it, but I know people have seen it and they have they have said that to me. And I've seen that all over Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. I've seen it all over. And again, they, they have to put the forced racism. So all the white characters are... are all hate brown people and Mexicans, and they all pronounce their names wrong. They, we, we all, obviously, all those white people are bad, and we pronounce all everyone's name wrong. Every fucker pronounces my last name wrong. Every fucker, every fucking pronounces it wrong, and I don't get butter about it. So, you know, again with the forced racism. We're in twenty twenty fucking free. The only forced race, the only racism in in today is came is coming from the media, and that, that's how they're dividing people, and they continue to divide people. Um, is there still ra- yes, there is racism everywhere though. There's racism towards white people that you don't hear about. There's racism towards black people, um, Indians, Asians. Yeah, racism is everywhere. But these guys just like to 
to say it's it's only white people that are being racism. It's only white people that are. That's um, you know, it's it's white people. We're, we're all you know racists, but it's not. It's every every race is a racist. Every race has a racist. Sorry, um, you know you see it. You know you see the the black community attacking Chinese. You know you see Chinese attacking black people. You, you see it everywhere. Um, but I I mainly put that on the media's um, doorstep because they're dividing this. They're dividing everywhere, they're mainly in America and the West and and Europe. The media likes to divide. Um, that's the only way they can conquer. Divide and conquer. Yeah, that's where we've got to stop with the racism. Um, but that's that's just my take on it. And there'll be people out there saying, "Oh, not another white boy's take on racism." Um, but that's that's my feelings on on the matter. It's still. Blue Beetle's going to flop, and it's going to flop hard. Absolute fucking hard. It's going to fucking... It won't tank Warner Brothers, obviously, but it's... Yeah, come on. But we shouldn't blame James Gunn. I don't... I think this... I don't think he had anything to do with this, uh, with Blue Beetle. Um, I know it's... It, said that this is the start of his um, DC film um, universe but I don't think it is I know he, he hasn't had anything to do with it so it's maybe not James Gunn's fault so please don't throw it at James Gunn let's see what he can do with the DC he's done fantastic with uh, Guardians of the Galaxy so let's see what he can do with the rest of the DC, because DC have every one of their comic book character. They have them all. Um, it's taken this long to actually maybe try and figure it out. Are we too late? Because Hollywood has written themselves, has painted themselves into a corner they cannot get out of. They've got to appease the 1%. The 1% that doesn't buy shit. So... That's my thoughts on Blue Beetle. Let me know your thoughts. If you want to let me know your thoughts on it. I I, I hope I can maybe change your opinion. Or if you want, try and change my opinion. Because I'm always open to having a discussion with you. With anyone. Anyone. And that, that would be awesome. So it, we, we are going to the Philadelphia Experiment. I am at... Naval History and Heritage Command. That's a, quite a website. <laughs> the Philadelphia Experiment is... This is another fucking crazy story. Um, absolute... Another crazy fucking story. So, alleged in 1943, a US Navy destroyer was made invisible... That was the the purpose of this experiment was to see if we could make a ship go invisible to radar, not not to disappear, but you know, see if we could 
make it disappear from the radar. And that's what they they uh, that's what they wanted to get with this with this experiment. Um, so it it was made invisible and teleported from Philadelphia. So the, tele- the teleportation was an a I guess a happy accident. Happy that they didn't expect that would happen, but it did, and that was quite that made them a little bit yeah happy. <laughs> I was going to say well, it made them a little bit hard, I suppose. Yeah, I, I suppose it made all the generals hard, rock hard. We've we've just teleported a fucking naval destroyer, a navy destroyer across the the country. So it reported to teleport from Philadelphia to Norfolk, Virginia. So Philadelphia, Pennsylvania to Norfolk, Virginia. In an incident known as the Philadelphia Experiment, records on the archives branch of the Naval History and Heritage Command have been repeatedly searched, but no documents have been located which which uh, confirm the event or or any interest by the naval uh, by the naval navy in attempt s- such a achievement the ship involved in the experiment was supposedly the USS Elderidge the archive has reviewed the deck log and war diary from the Elderidge's commissioning on the 27th of August 1943 at the New York Navy Yard through December. So, August uh, 27th August 1943 at the New York Navy Yard throughout to December 1943. So, they're saying it was shipped from August to December. So, it's supposedly in New York. The following description was the Elderidge activities and summarised from the ship's war diary after commissioning the Elderidge remained in New York in the Long Island uh, in the Long Island Sound Unit 16th of September when it sailed to Bermuda f- from 18th of September his ship was in the vicinity of the B- of Bermuda undergoing training and sea trials until 15th of October so it's this is just like a whole lot of fucking stuff I don't really want to be looking at um, I want to be telling you about the Philadelphia experiment so it is said they wanted the ship to disappear from the radar uh, from the radar systems, um, but they made this ship disappear and teleported at the same time to Virginia. And as it teleported, it fused naval because um, they didn't have a fuel a full. They did not have a fuel a full crew on. Like I've got peanut butter in my mouth or something. They didn't have a full crew on. They're basically bare bones crew. Enough to, to operate and do 
small moves and, and stuff enough to to make the ship move i guess if need be and they said that when they teleported and teleported back that a few men were fused to the ship so half you know walking through a metal wall or halfway into a fucking floor once one was uh fused into to the bulkhead it you know horrible it's reported that some were on fire running around the ship on fire um this is where we get the uh the time travel as well it's because two of the brothers jumped off as it was teleporting and they time traveled that's another another conspiracy i will get into it into another show um but this this story is nuts absolute nuts we we all know that the, the government see the armies were trying this with you know especially to to go undetected by radar systems they would do anything to do that and apparently a happy accident is that they have discovered teleportation and and it was actually made invisible or was it made invisible because it had teleported so it wasn't actually made invisible it just teleported or was it made invisible and then teleported I believe it was made invisible because it was teleported and then it came back so it, I believe it never was made invisible I think it was just teleported with quite a lot of the crew fused to the ship itself a couple were lost into the the blue to the blue mist or green mist I think it was I think it was green mist um that time traveled but I will get into I will get into that on another show um but a lot of this on this uh, history and naval heritage is um just trying to debunk what had happened basically trying to say it was never in Philadelphia it's it's just all fucking made up um which yeah if you're the government you're going to try and fucking do that aren't you why would you you don't want to tell the, the normal person out there that we we know how to teleport and everyone want it well especially uh enemies of the us will want this technology if they can teleport why can't we and we must do everything to stop the americans from teleporting because um, who knows they could teleport into you know in, into russia and fuck up shit of course i want the governments to tell us what they're doing but they they ne don't necessarily want to tell us what they are doing because it could be for nefarious reasons it could be um for reasons that will not benefit you and you and me um it'll benefit them but not the ev everyday average guy person it won't benefit us it, it's just a fucking crazy ship um crazy story crazy ship and crazy story um but if you if you look on 
on documents that this this ship was never in Philadelphia or in Virginia. It's yeah, it's but of course they're gonna come out with this this shit. But there's been whistleblowers that have said that you know what's happened. They they actually got this ship to teleport to Virginia, and it was in Philadelphia. Um, I think we underestimate what the governments will actually do to some fucker. Um, they will ruin you. Especially if you've hitting the nail on the head, um, they will destroy you. It's it's one of them. It's uh, what are your thoughts on it. I know I keep I keep asking you if you know. I, that's I guess I ask that all the time. Um, it, it's it's just fascinating to me that we've got we've made a ship teleport from Philadelphia to to Virginia uh, Norfolk Norfolk Virginia and uh, who knows who knows what we're we're able to do in today's day and age um if this I I I do believe that this story was a real story I believe um that the government will try anything to shut this story down. Um, but again, if you you look at this story, it's the only things you'll see is from fucking crazy. I say crazy people; they look crazy. Is that the government's making them look crazy? Quite possibly, yeah. Um, whatever it is, it's a fantastic story. It really is. So. Please, if you can, look at look the Philadelphia experiment up. Let me know your thoughts on it. I I would love to know your thoughts on it. That that would be great. Let's see if we can get a community together and uh, have a discussion and talk about some of the topics I go over. That that would be fucking awesome. I would love that. So that's the, the Philadelphia experiment. I don't. There's not too much on this. Um, this experiment, um, expi- you know, experiment, experiment. There's not too much. You look at it, and you you just got a few. There's a lot of YouTube videos there out there. A lot, of, lot of stories, but the evidence is quite lacking. It's it really is. But again, it doesn't take away from the story. It's a great story. I I. I hope I do it some sort of justice. Um, I do want to look into because there is apparently time travellers that that jumped. So when the ship was teleporting, they jumped into, they jumped off the ship, and um, because they saw guys running around on fire, so of course you've got to jump from the ship. Um, not only that, I just sort of remembered that. People actually in Virginia saw this ship appear for a brief for a brief moment before it disappeared. That there's people out there that are saying that they were in Virginia and they saw this ship um, appear and then disappear again. 
but again trying to find real documents or evidence out there is it's a shit show really but it's a fantastic um, conspiracy the philadelphia experiment i do believe in it i think it is it's a, a, a real case um i i think what the governments and the mil- especially the, the military what they have is we only know we only know the tip top of what they actually can do who knows that who knows they can maybe who knows they maybe have a, a base in the earth itself um or on on the moon maybe they have you know in like the avengers they have the uh, aircraft carrier maybe they have one of them you know in, in the air that's invisible that who knows what the uh, the government's uh, hiding from us? And they're, they're probably hiding it because you know they don't want China or Russia getting in 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 on it and you're know, using it for nefarious reasons. Uh, who knows? But that's the Philadelphia experiment again. I I probably won't touch on this subject because there's not a lot to it. Um, I just thought it was a fun topic i would put in because uh, it's it's a fun story at the end of the day if you believe it or not it's a fun story at the end of the day people getting fused to ships bulkheads and people running around on fire it's a fun story um at the end of the day so here, here we are so rachel zegler the week in nerd uh, sorry i don't i'm not familiar with this website but we are going to talk a little about a little bit about Rachel Zegler. So she not only led a campaign into getting trying to get Gina Carano cancelled, she's done it um, on Jeremy Renner. Um, she's done it on a few people that she's actually bullied a few people on Twitter. She's got a, a simps to go after these these people as well um she's just generally not a nice person i have done a video on on her if you want to go check that out please do that that'd be awesome she's just a gen generally awful person that she's a bit of a bully she's she's uh led a campaign on to trying to get gina carano cancelled um for you know not saying um, what her pronouns are, or because Gina Carano put her pronouns are beep, bop, boop, and uh, and the council mob went after her, and led by Rachel Zegler. Uh, yes, I am Snow White. No, I am not bleaching my skin for the role. That's because she is going to be Snow White. Uh, she said the Snow White story, the the tried and tested Snow White story, was problematic. Uh, the prince was a stalker. She she didn't know need she didn't need no man. Um, she could do it all by herself. She'd come out with you know some bloody awful takes, especially on uh, Snow White. 
that she's um and she's attacked people um jeremy renner um for being a transphobe um which i never never knew he was a transphobe because he's not she's a uh, oh here, here we go i should just scroll down a little bit more so this is from the detractor i'm reading this from the detractor um this is who disney cast to play snow white rachel rachel zegler she Tried cancelling Jeremy Renner, calling him a transphobic racist, uh, deplatforming J.K. Rowling, and encouraging encourage violence towards her. This is the Snow White actress, the the innocent Snow White actress. I put air quotes up there if you're listening. The bullying of Gina Carano, and saves all contra. Uh, conservatives are racist white supremacists so this has come because rachel zegler is sort of being not attacked but she's said some fucking absolute absolute stupid shit she said that for the actors and writers should be getting paid more um she said that she should get paid for every hour someone is streaming her film every minute she should be getting a, a paycheck no you shouldn't because um, let's face it the studios are losing a shit ton of money because they're fucking kneeling down to you people um, the, the, the far left they're kneeling down to these people they're giving them everything they want and they're just taking and taking and taking to the point where these studios really really cannot afford to they they want to make money and that i predict snow white will flop it will flop i can't wait for this to come out in film because this film is going to fucking flop and it's going to flop hard so that is my prediction for my film flop i predict snow white is gonna flop snow white and the seven baristas of san francisco is gonna flop and it's gonna fucking flop so hard it's saying it, it's just unbelievable what she this this woman has said and and for when she came out and and said that uh she put a post on twitter a couple of weeks ago or a week ago saying i wish people were kinder maybe if you started being kind in the first place maybe but you have led campaigns into you encourage violent attacks towards jk rowling who's pretty much right on the left she only disagrees with with the trans uh, argument trying to cancel jeremy renner uh, bullying gina carano does that sound like a nice person to you it's that that sounds like a absolute fucking horrible person to me so i've quit on on it and she's she has led campaigns to um rachel zegler star of steven steven spielberg's west side story she's only been in a couple of films so this is one of her tweets actually i think the new hawkeye should be a trans woman of color 
to stick it to that racist, sexist, transphobic garbage monster. Uh, not not even remotely going to address the story that came out today, but he has made racist, sexist, transphobic comments and totally disrespected the deaf community. Better catch my mouth because she's running by. I didn't quite get that, but um, apparently she's... She's saying that Jeremy Renner's a sexist, racist, transphobic and disrespecting to the deaf community. Um, she, does she really sound like a nice person? I, I'm not, I'm gonna, not going to read all these fucking tweets. I've got to be honest with you. It's fucking sickening that she's actually a fucking horrible, horrible person. Actual horrible person. So, Rachel Zegler has sent her Stan Army to bully Gina Carano. Would a nice person go ask their followers to bully someone? No. Um, All because Gina Carano didn't put her pronouns in her bio. Uh, Gina Carano put... Uh, boop bop beep and that's fucking awesome I fucking love Gina Carano and it sucks that she's a fucking horrible person but you know that's what Disney do they they hold they they uh, they hire fucking bullies um, horrible people to to star as their their main actress in the Snow White uh, film that's gonna flop hard I wouldn't expect any less from Disney right now. I really wouldn't. It's it's really yeah. You know, Disney, you're fucking stuck, and you know, reap what you sow. And I'm fucking glad you're gonna fucking regret the day you you hired um, Rachel Zegler, the bully that is Rachel Zegler. Um. I can't. I, I don't really want to go on too much because it just gets you more upset and angry talking about her. But she's a PR nightmare for her team. She just says the act. The she just says the most stupidest things, saying that it's not 1937 anymore. So we're going to have a story. The woman isn't going to be dreaming snow white isn't going to be dreaming of true love she's she's going to be dreaming of becoming the the boss lady she can she can be the 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 boss lady that she knows she can be um she doesn't want no man she doesn't know she doesn't need no man to support her she can do everything and she can do not only can she do everything but she can do it better than any man out there the prince is a stalker as well, so she'll probably beat that that the prince up. Um, absolute fucking stupid. It's weird, weird. You get me. Um, but that that's it. That's all I can take with Rachel Zegler. Um, please let me know what your thoughts are on Rachel Zegler. That I I would love to. If you disagree with me, let me know. I. 
there's there's never ever ever going to be any hate on on through me on this podcast there will never ever be any hate um only the only i say hate the only hate there will be is towards fucking idiots in the the mainstream media news and film and, and that's all i say hate we're, we're just gonna we're gonna we're gonna rip we're gonna talk about their stupidity because that's all it is it's stupidity and hopefully they learn hopefully she learns from this but i don't think she will so i pulled up rip reverse because i'm excited i'm gonna be doing a video let me uh let me put me one second let me put me in full screen so i'm gonna be uh i got my package for rip reverse uh i'm not gonna open it uh i've opened it but i'm not gonna open it uh tonight i'm gonna be doing a, a dedicated video on my youtube channel if you want to check that out please do um uh, so yeah i'm excited i finally got my rip reverse and the goal is still the goal is still go it's up the campaign is still up as you can see there it, it ends august 27th so you got a day what are you doing get yourself a copy of item two now get yourself a copy of item one that's still available you won't regret it the only if you could say it's a bad thing, it's cost $35. Now, to the UK, it's I can't remember how much, but it, it did cost a little bit to get over it. But the shipping, the packaging is second to none. I have not seen... I have not seen anything better. As I, I've worked in warehouses in the past, and I have not seen anything packaged, packaged this well. Someone, some may say Ripper has a awesome package, um, because the packaging is unbelievable. It's fucking second to none. It's the best out there I have seen. Go get your Ripperverse. Go get your Ison One. Go get your Ison Two. You will not regret it. The artwork is fantastic. The story is awesome. It's my first and second comic book I've ever got. And I can't wait to read Ison number two. I will be doing a review of Ison one and Ison two, and uh, I'll show you what I show you what I got from the Ison. I didn't get everything. I got a couple of things because, you know, I saved up to get them, and I'm happy with what I got. I do wish I could have got a bit more, but I'm very happy with what I got. And donated books. They've they donated two thousand two hundred and thirty-one. I say they donated. People have donated books to to awesome hospitals, awesome children's charities, and that's that is thanks to Drunk Free PO, who helped Ripper get onto that and and pick up some charities to help um, poorly kids read a comic book. That is awesome. I'm going to keep Ripperverse up here. I have some too. I'm not going to dump that. Um, because I fucking love the Ripperverse on Young. I love Eric July. I can see myself in him, even though he's a black man, I can see myself in him. I aspire to be like, not be him, but I aspire. He, he gives me so much inspiration. And, you know, I, I just 
would love to say thank you to the dude. And it's fucking awesome. So, last bit of fun topic for me is Mel's Hole. Now, I hope you were thinking of some dirty hole. It technically is a dirty hole. It's a hole. It, people thought it was a well. A well. Um, I, but when I said dirty hole, I hope you're thinking I was being rude and dirty with some Mel's Hole. Um, but we are going, we are talking about, so I am at AZ Animals. And Mel's Hole, I'm not going to cover this story. Um, I know the story. Um, but I just thought, last fun bit to, to talk about um, before I let you guys go. Um, Mel's Hole, apparently a very, very pretty hole. Very pretty, you know, really nice bonus hole as well. There's a bonus hole in this story. <laughs> um, but the Mel's Hole. So the story of Mel's Hole, I, like I say, I do know it. Um, not off by heart, but I do know the story. And I will do a dedicated video um, on my YouTube channel. It won't be straight away but i will look into this a bit more and, and and do it justice hopefully um but we know of mel's hole because of the late great art bell at coast to coast am fucking adverts holy shit adverts do your head in don't they um sorry the late great art bell r.i.p peace I did that and didn't take, it didn't even take a drink. The late great Art Bell on Coast to Coast AM where they talked about every sort of thing, everything. Ghosts, aliens, holes. Um, so this hole, so Mel Waters, Waters, um, had a hole on his property and it's been there ever since he brought the property um, and they used this hole as a trash can basically I'll scroll down so if anyone's watching they, they can have a have a read but I'm, I'm not going to read uh, from this because um, I, I know the story pretty well they basically used this hole as a trash can the hole was around about nine feet. I don't know why I do That's not nine feet, obviously. Um, the top... Not the top half, because this was a bottomless pit. But the top portion of the hole, what you could see, was bricked. Um, and then, after, after the brick, it was just dirt. They thought... They obviously thought it was a well that dried up, but it turns out it wasn't it's a bottomless bonus hole mel's hole um again like they were using it as a trash can their rubbish appliances broken appliances dead animals you know there's so much crazy shit on mel's hole animals did not like so mel tried taking his dogs and they dig their heels in they did not want to go near this hole Maybe because there's a lot of dead animals down that hole. Maybe the uh, maybe his dog's thinking, oh shit, he's going to chuck us down. Maybe that's what the dogs were thinking. 
but apparently birds would fly around a hole and the, he didn't see any insects around the hole um so curiosity got the better of mel and he he was an avid fisherman so he had spools of fishing line around so he i think when he first dropped a fishing line down it was a uh, uh, 5,000 feet fishing line and he nothing he he kept going up stories that he he tied a lot of fishing line and he managed to get 80,000 feet of fishing line down and he still didn't reach the bottom it still went so fit it's just over 15 miles um it still didn't reach the bottom not only the animals were scared, it, radio appliances would would screw up. Um, they are static and everything, and there's stories of his radio picking up old timey music, and he would his radio would pick up an old radio uh, baseball game from 1967. Um, 30 years apart and and so is this whole is it a time um is it a, a weird time hole is it a hole to another dimension um because one of the stories is that one of his neighbors chucked a dead dog his dead dog down the hole and a week or 10 days later he sees his dead dog running down the street had his collar on running he says it didn't look or feel like his dog. So I guess when he said look, it didn't look like it didn't run the same way. It didn't feel like his dog. Um, that was strange. I don't think none of this can be sort of backed up. And is the location of Mel Hole Mel's Hole been found? I don't think it has. But again, Mel hasn't made any money. If this is a hoax, he hasn't made any sort of money whatsoever. Um, now, claims are that the government had heard the radio station, um, the broadcast, and they visited Mel's hall. When Mel wasn't around, he'd gone to visit family. And he got back and... Apparently, he couldn't get into his land um, because there was a, a report, air quotes, there was a a plane crash, but he'd gone to his neighbours and they said they, they, there was no plane crash, there was nothing. Um, so he managed to get back on and reportedly the government paid him three million pounds, uh, dollars a year every year they had it um but he had to move and he claimed he he moved to australia but he got homesick and came back and this is where the story gets fucked up in a good way um so he gets back he goes visit visit family but this angered the government because they told him never to come back but he did um so he he woke up 10 days later in San Francisco 
drugged up. He had it, it looked like on his arms he had IV um, tracks or you know injection sites um, on his on his arms, and his banks were empty. It's uh, he, he sort of a bit ruined. Um, it ruined him, but um, by this this time. Um, the Native Americans in in Nevada got hold of Mel, and they take him to a bonus hole. The Native Americans and the Basque people in in Nevada take Mel to a bonus hole, similar size hole, but rather than brick around at the top, it was metal, and this metal seemed to go all the way down, not to not to. It went all the way down as far as the eye could see. And this hole is even more stranger than Mel's hole. This bonus hole, they did experiment because they went. The story is that you, if you were touched to touch the metal, it was hot to touch. Not hot, hot, but it was warm to touch. And they did some experiments that lowered ice in a bucket so they had two lots of ice and ice on the metal and ice in a bucket and they lowered the bucket and they left it until the ice had melted they brought it up but the ice wasn't ice no more it was it looked like ice but it 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 wasn't wet it was hot people saying it was maybe salt and this ice ice air quotes again sorry um it lasted for months. It was still hot for months. And the curiosity gets the better of them. The Basque people are in Nevada anyway, uh, sheep herders. So they managed to get a sheep in a cage. The sheep was really wasn't really wasn't happy going down the bonus hole. He really didn't want to go down. He fought his way, um, but they managed to overpower the sheep and get him in the cage. He wasn't happy, but they lowered him down. They lowered him down for 30 minutes. They they lowered him down as far as they... I, I don't... I'm trying to find out how far it's um, not really put, but they lowered, lowered him down. His noises soon stopped. So they left him down there for 30 minutes, and as they brought him up, he looked normal, uh, but he wasn't moving. He didn't look dead but it, it, it was dead and the bass people being that that's sheep is their their um their their living um know how to um autopsy a sheep so they got the sheep out and they autopsied him and it appeared he cooked from the inside and as they were opening him up they found a tune a tumor sack in in the sheep and so they, they took the sack out and they opened it up and it had a fetus of a seal. <laughs> that, that, it, that, it's not, it gets crazier. It had a fetus of a seal in this sack from a sheep. And as they opened it up, the seal, the fetus started to move and it looked like it was trying to move to the hole. And as it moved to the hole, I think Mel maybe try and picked it up but it was slippery and take it to the hole but it it slipped and 
and it still managed to crawl to the hole, but it had stopped. And it appeared to turn around and look at the guys, and the guys were looking at it, and it was seemed to it seemed to look at them with, uh, and they were looking at it to wondering, you know, what what the hell is this, and and maybe what the seal fetus was doing, what the hell are they? Um, and after an hour of of uh, you know looking at one another, the the seal finally jumps into the hole. That's not where that ends. The seal sometimes comes out and communicates with the bass people, not like by talking, but you know communicates. The the bass people think this is some religious um, ph- phenomenon, um, a religious event, and the ba- the bass people have written down what it's communicated to him and it's apparently don't let the governments know about the ice or the hole or one or both um trying to find out was a bit uh, screwy as well but this bonus hole is even fucked up more fucked up than fucking mel's hole but i suppose you know is the bonus hole prettier than mel's hole i don't know um is metal prettier than brick? It, you know, you you tell me. Um, anyway, I thought I thought that was a bit bit of a fun uh, segment to end on. Um, I hope you enjoyed enjoyed that. I hope you've enjoyed these topics. Let me know if he's um, if you want me to switch up. Let me know. I I'm more than happy to. But I think I'm going to continue this because, like I said. Like I said, let me let me uh, close the pretty hole up. I and again, I will be going deep into Mel's hole. I will do a deep dive into Mel's hole. The ruder, the better. Um, could it be an X? Could it be two X's? Could it be three X's? Who knows? But I will go deep into Mel's hole, and I will. We will. We will uncover the truth of Mel's hole, and quite possibly the bonus hole. Which one's better, the bonus hole or Mel's hole? Let me know. If you got this far in the uh, episode, you let me know. Bonus hole or Mel's hole? Which one? Which one do you prefer? Um, that, that's. I'll, I'll end it on on this. So, I don't think I will. I know if you want me to change it up, please. You know, let me know your thoughts. Um, I like this, the format. I I hope it feels like a conversation. It's only my third episode, so I'm still new. I'm still learning my way. Um, but the only way I'll learn is practice, practice, and practice. And there's only so much practice you could do without actually recording. So I I do apologise. Um, but the only way I will get better is is with doing it. Um, is recording it. Um, if you would love to guest on, because I would love to have a co-host or a guest on every now and again, because I, f- I think a conversation between two people would would be better. But I, if I if I still have to solve, if I still have to, I love this. I love soloing. Um, this is a hobby. And it's always going to be a hobby for me. Um. Because I, I still love it. Um, I hope you 
you, you love it. I'm hoping you're, you're loving the uh, podcast. Um, I really do. Uh, please let me know your thoughts. I mean, if you know your thoughts, if I can d- improve, that'd be great. If you, if you hate it, let me know as well, because um, I can improve from that as well. Um, but I still think I'm going to continue this format because I again it feels like a conversation that I normally have I would love it to be longer but you know who's who's got time for a 12 hour podcast you know you don't have to let me know your thoughts um, I thank you anyway for listening again podcasts are have helped me so much and if it entertained me so much sorry if i can maybe entertain someone i would love that that'd be fucking awesome so that's it that's tonight's episode i hope you've had a fucking awesome time i have had a fucking awesome time you guys i have loved every minute of it it's been awesome it's been fun we've talked about hells we've talked about bonus souls we've talked about bullying actresses we've talked about fucking blue beetle bombing we've talked about a lot of shit tonight and it's been awesome i thank you for listening i thank you for watching everything i thank you hope you've enjoyed it um hope you've enjoyed listening to me um if you have please follow or subscribe or, or whatever it is um i think it's follow on most um platforms if you're watching me on youtube or rumble please like and subscribe that would be awesome i've been rarity one i will catch you in my next episode peace <laughs>